Today's question is how do you handle challenges? It may be a challenging task or a challenging situation, but if you believe in a higher power, there's actually really only two ways that we typically handle things. And the key to success is actually blending the two. So if you're ready to learn how to grow and conquer challenging things, let's dive in. Welcome to Living to the Max with Laura and Zach. Have you ever wondered why some people are living the life of their dreams and others are just dreaming of living? The truth is, too many people are living an average life and accepting that as their destiny. They have bought into the lie that life is about merely surviving. And that lie is making people broke, sick, tired, and lonely. If you refuse to accept the status quo and desire to live the extraordinary life you are called to, then this podcast is for you. If you are willing to do your part to create your dream life and you desire to fulfill your God-given purpose, then welcome to the movement. The Bible says the thief only comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but that God came to give life and life in all its abundance. God created you with a purpose and designed you to live an abundant life. The question is, will you accept the life he has called you to live? Join your hosts, Laura and Zach, as together we learn from principles in the Bible, how to do our part to get the most out of our finances, health, and relationships. And ultimately, how to live life to the max. Hey, welcome to Living to the Max. My name is Laura. And I'm Zach. We are so grateful that you are here joining us today. So the question we have today is how do you uh, handle challenging things? And um, I think it is safe to say that we all deal with challenges here and there, huh? Uh, Yeah, I would say that's a fair statement, at least for us. Maybe not for everyone. (laughs) Right. And um, there's all, all of us will have things that we desire to do, um, that don't always come easily. You know, um, we were, I was at the park the other day with our son, he's six and he loves to climb, loves, loves, loves to climb. That's an understatement. (laughs) I mean, literally he has calluses all over his hands from climbing, doing the monkey bars. Um, and he also might be, um, a little bit competitive slightly. Uh, yeah, a little bit. He does not like to be last or lose at all. He may have gotten that little bit from me. <clears throat> no argument. <laughs> Quick side story. When we were dating, we were playing a board game and I lost and I literally threw a glass of water on Zach. But Did you do that while we were dating? We while, did. Or and you what? still married me. Was that dating or engaged? Uh, we might have been engaged, but you still married me. Um, I did. Side note. Anyways, back to the park story. So, yeah. So, my, um, so our son, he, you know, he has calluses all over his hand. And we were at this park he hadn't been to in a while. And they had rings for monkey bars. And they kind of arched up a little bit. And the first time he tried, he was like, I don't know. This is hot. I can't do it. And I just literally, like, just was touching him just enough so he felt like I was there. And he was able to do it. And he was good. And then he, he did it over and over. Well, he found a friend there and was playing with him and this uh, kid was his age he was six as well and about the same height and everything and Jacob was like hey come do this right and the kid um, went to go do it and he's like I can't 
I, I can't do this. And so he called over his mom and his mom kind of helped him and he got like two rings in. He's like, I, I can't do this. And he just stopped. And then he proceeded to do what our son normally does, which is, I hate this park. I'm never coming here again. Um, and, you know, it was a very like emotional, like maddening, frustrating thing to him. And, um, and I say this because our son has been there and done that. Ha- has he not? Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, he, you know, he decided I can't do it and I'm never coming back to this park again. And, um, this is the thing. Kids are an excellent example of what, what we do when we face challenges. If you think about that kid, that kid said, I can't, he gave an excuse why he said, and I didn't say this, but he said, I can't, I'm not tall enough because he was having trouble reaching the first ring. And, and then they try once, and then they say, I can't. All right? That is what we do. However, kids tend to be very resilient, and they say that, but then they go and do it again and again and again and again and again and again. Um, hence the reason at one point our son's finger or his hands were literally like almost bleeding because he had done them so many times. Oh, no, they were bleeding. Um, he had uh, blood blisters on a couple hands from right. so many times going across monkey bars. In the middle of it, though, he was like, I can't do this. This is stupid. You know, like, well, he didn't say <laughs> stupid. but his, uh, his favorite is my hands are slippery. Yes. Yeah. You know, give an excuse. So I can't give an excuse. Um, and then... We often, as adults, try one time and then say, I can't do it. I mean, how many times have you said, oh, I want to I try this new thing or I want to do, do, accomplish something, and you start it, you, you realize it's not perfect or easy the first time, you give an excuse, and then you don't try again, and you say, I can't, you stop. Um, I, I would say, I would actually venture to guess that people pre- Oh. Uh, pre say I can't and and just don't even don't oh, even give it an attempt. Um, I, I can't say that I have never done that before, but uh, I would say that would probably be more common than the than the actual making the attempt, getting not getting the result you wanted, and then just stopping. I say it's probably both because I say that yeah, like and if we do try it. We already have a preconceived expectation in our mind of we can't, but I'll try it. You know what I mean? And um, I want to speak to that specifically to those of you who are um, considering becoming an entrepreneur or on the road of some kind of entrepreneurship, some kind of business owner. That may mean you are um, dabbling in an MLM or trying an MLM. It may mean that you are trying to do affiliate marketing, online marketing. It may be your brick and mortar business. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, this tends to be something that that sector of people has to face because the truth of the matter is you have to develop, develop skills. You have to get yourself to become better and you have to try new things. It's the same is very similar to an athlete. You're not going to be perfect at everything right away. The best athletes were not always the most talented. Sometimes they have a lot of natural talent, but not always. Yeah, for sure. And you just have to continue to work at whatever it is. Um, and that's kind of the story and the narrative that um, we we tell our son is, well, you need to practice more. You know, you you're you're just not going to be good at it the first time mm-hmm. so on on things sometimes you will be but 
most of the time you just need you need to practice more and you need to do it more and when you do that you will become Mm -hmm. better at it and good at it and that's what we tell ourselves while we're doing things as well yeah um and you know a good example of an athlete uh tom brady is not the i mean you may love him or hate him he has a mixed fan group but just watch his combine video and then you can you can put you can discern from there i mean he is not technically superbly talented when it comes to athletic ability. Yeah. Um, Just watch him run in the combine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he has worked harder than anybody else and has gotten to a place that many will not achieve. Um, So anyways, back to entrepreneurs and um, people who are on that path is, you know, oftentimes we, we, I want to say, quote unquote, wish for things. We try well, we don't use the word wish, and when we do, we correct each other, um, because a wish is a, a thing that you don't actually do anything about. You just hope wish. For. You hope for, and I don't even like like hope is even a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Wish is like a like uh, rubbing a magic genie. Yeah, the gen- like, the genie's gonna come do it for me. Right. And, you know, and we don't actually always take the steps that we need to do to learn, to work, to grow. Um, and, you know, but, you know, as on the same token, there is, and this is why I said I don't like the word hope, because there is, it, it, particularly if you're coming from a biblical perspective, which is what we, which we are, is there is prayer as well, which prayer is that expectation and that hope in the fact that even when you can't do it, God, who is bigger than you, can do it through you. Right, and will put you in the right um, situations and bring the right people in to help fulfill But your, I don't know that he always does it for you. He mm. might do it through you, Yeah, but he might not do it for you, which brings, it, brings us to my point, uh, is that people tend to go on a spectrum, okay? We either like to rely solely on prayer and we try to treat God like the magic genie. Or we rely solely on ourselves and say, I can do this. I got this. I, I will pull myself up by the bootstraps. So you, you almost go from the dreamer. It's all going to work out. I'm going to rub the magic genie. It's going to all work out. And I'm not saying it doesn't sometimes. God has the ability to do that. But they live in that realm. Or we have the worker. I'm going to pick myself up from the bootstraps and I'm going to do it myself. So you're, are you the dreamer? Are you the worker? And we all fall on a spectrum from one to another. I'm not saying you're going to only pray and not work or only work and not pray, but we each have a tendency we go toward. I would say for us, we probably tend a little bit more toward the worker side. Uh, Yeah, I would agree with that. Particularly you, but both of us. Ah, (laughs) he's giving me a face right now. Remember, there's no camera. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's your family. Your family is very much like that. But, um, but you know, this is the thing. We both, we need both. We all need both. Um, there's the, the, the quote, um, well, there's a couple quotes around this, but um, you work and pray, pray and work. If, if work doesn't work, prayer will. If prayer doesn't work, work will. And if neither work, then God did not intend it for you. Um, but then there's the, the, the other one. I think it, I want to say it was Fran- Francis of Assisi or somebody said, work as though it depends on you, pray as though it depends on God. Um, and it is, um, it's true, you need both. You need both aspects. And so I want, um, you know, to be intentional about whichever side of the tendency you fall on, 
work really hard on the other side. You know, for us, that means because we like to pull ourselves up by the bootstraps in the morning, it's super easy to get up and just start working and get into what we need to do. But we have to consciously say, no, we're going to stop and pray and read and do things to remember that ultimately God is the one working through us and giving us the ability to do anything that we do. And if you're a dreamer, I'm not saying don't pray in the morning, but I'm saying you need to get to work. You know, like you need to make some action steps and you need to do things because God does things through our work. He gives us like, is he, this? That's where the blessings show up. Yeah, is when we're when we're doing the work, and then you get the extra bonuses that you shouldn't have gotten. The things that you know, the crazy things happen that aren't explainable. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And yeah, that's when he takes your work and he puts he puts a bonus on top. Exactly. <laughs> Multiplies it. <laughs> right. He ten X's it. So um so yeah, so I just this is just a quick reminder of like wh- which side of that spectrum are you on? Um, you know, you need to work and pray. Pray and work. Um, and you need to pick which side of the spectrum. And if you're an entrepreneur, you need to make sure you're doing both sides. Um, and whichever one you're most likely to do. Maybe you need to focus on the other one just to balance yourself out. Um, and so this came to me as I was thinking through this is, you know, if you take the example of my son, you need to be, build calluses on your hands and on your knees, meaning work and pray. So are you building those calluses there? Um, and so, yeah, Zach's looking at his hands and knees right now. You're, you're a goofball. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you remember, um, and this is a, a reminder for us, to be honest, is like we were talking about this the other day, is we need to do both. Um, and without both, we cannot expect the extraordinary results that we are promised as children of God. So in your business, do both. Absolutely. And with that, remember, don't be normal. Live to the max. And have a fantastic day. Bye. Thank you for joining us. We are so thankful and grateful for you. And if you would like to connect, you can find us at Facebook at Laura and Zach or on Instagram at Laura and Zach. Both of those are spelled L-A-U-R-A and D-Z-A-K. And as always, leave us a review and rate this podcast, which allows us to better serve you. We'll be here again next week. We will talk to you then. Have a fantastic day.